Wicky, Wicky, Wicky. What's that noise? Wicky, 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 Wicky Room. Hi, and welcome back to the Wiki 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 Room. I'm here with my co-host Kevin Bagdasarian. Hello, Ryan Hicks. Hello. Ooh, that was very, <laughs> <laughs> very Catholic of you. We're workshopping. Um, I'm Leo Horta, and today we're gonna do whiskey part two. Yes, yeah. we're back already. We took a one week break, but I, I think why we want to do it is so that we can. We already have this information. Might as well just. Go forward. Continue. Yeah. yeah, we gotta go with it. We had a lunch break in the middle. <laughs> we'll see you on whiskey. We had a whiskey break. <laughs> yeah, we had a, we like, let's get some T Bell after all these whiskey shots and let's go do some more whiskey. So if you didn't listen to the last episode, you should go and listen because we started we started by talking about just what goes into the process of whiskey, which is that the barrels it's, that they use. <laughs> I, I just remember talking about that a lot. Right. Just barrels. <laughs> barrels. Wrong. Okay, bye. Barrels are really important. The aging is very important, but it all starts off being fermented grains. So it starts off being the same as beer. It gets fermented, you make alcohol, and then you distill it to condense and concentrate it. That's what we talked about. We didn't go too much. We went a little bit into the culture, maybe into scotch a little bit. But now we are going to talk about types, which I think is going to be just as interesting. Yes, I think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited to, to, like, we got over, this is whiskey as whiskey, like a process. But we didn't really touch on the cultural part of whiskey, because there's, like, fucking infinity amounts of countries that do it. And they're all like, well, this is how you make some Indian shit. So Exactly. I'm, I'm excited that's, to hear that part. I think the styles, that's, that's why I know we didn't go too much into history, but I think it's going to be more interesting to go in the avenue of the styles of the different countries. Yeah. I have a question I about that's the, how Japanese, we'll learn. the Japanese whiskey I that knew, you got. I knew you were going to bring up the Japanese. No, that Japanese whiskey that you got when we went out with Michael, that was really good. Yeah, it was good. That, that was really good. Did you I, notice anything from it specifically that it tasted it, different? It was different. It was different. It was, but I liked it. Would you say it was smoky? I would. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why I want to say cleaner. It it felt maybe the taste. A, a smoother, like it didn't have that harsh warming effect that yeah, alcohol yeah. usually does or a whiskey. Yeah. Have you ever had a Japanese whiskey? Yeah, a lot of times actually. Jeff, they have the, the Huntori one, right? There's a really yes, popular the one, one that, that comes, comes in the, the rectangle, the rectangular bottle with the white label. It looks like it's it. Damn, I can't say that joke either. But yeah, it's, it's it looks super <laughs> Japanese. Um, what do you think about it? I like it, but I, I don't have I I I wasn't blessed with a good palate. Like the only time I'm able to detect like background flavors and stuff like that is if it's really like not in the background mm-hmm. or. For whatever reason, when I go to like salt and straw, I think it's just because ice cream has to melt on your mouth and it takes a while for you to taste it. Where most of my drinks and food, I just fucking swallow it. Like I, That's I, true. And when I, I guess maybe because like ice cream is fattier, it just sits there. It, and you it really, just can't eat it really that attaches fast. to your taste buds. You'll give it, yeah, for sure. Like when I go eat at salt and straw, I'm just like, am I a fucking chef? Also, with ice cream, like let's say they make a the lavender olive ice cream or something that's all yeah. straw. Ugh. They're very forward flavors. That's the thing. I, I, have you ever been to salt and straw? I have. That's in LA, right? No, there's, they're starting to pop up everywhere that has money. So I'm sure you'll see one in Burbank. I went there one time. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Not they have the ridiculous no, flavors. <laughs> Not they, they have, they have crazy flavors and they also have seasonal flavors. Yes. Right. Damn. Hell yeah. They're just like today we made some fucking captain crunch out of oat milk Oh shit! And and you know like mustard. They like, do. Oh. I think they have like a strawberry balsamic. Uh, people like to use balsamic and stuff too. I, I get pear blue cheese. All right, whatever. So, Ugh. um, sorry. With that, would you guys? I made something for you today. Oh Not yeah, Not whiskey because yeah. that's 
very hard at home. Uh, I this is part of our hard cider series. <laughs> I'm sorry. Could you imagine if someone was just like, yeah, I've been aging a barrel of whiskey for like seven years, and they're just like, time to crack it open, and it's just fucking horrible. Yeah, it probably <laughs> is. It probably is. Would you expect you Worst tried to investment. make whiskey? If you're gonna make whiskey for the first time, don't age for seven. Don't wait seven years. Have it after a month and wait see what three. Um, okay, I so today's it. the hard cider series. It's it's the same base. It was the hap, apple apple hard cider, but I added. Actually, try it first. Okay, okay. so I already read the label. Ah, oh, we know what the flavor. All right, whatever. I saw you pour it. I had to read the la- like. Yeah. All right. Cheers. Always read the label. I'm not just gonna trust you. Cheers. <laughs> Gotta say, this one doesn't have as much funk as the last. It's a very light red color. Can't really taste. The so light I will. Paint. I will make it a way. I'll create a little rubric so we can talk about it. What do you see from oh. visuals? Light red suds. Doesn't taste like any alcohol. Really good. Really good. I, Aroma. It. I Aroma. am. I'm. I'm not sure if it's because is this is a bucha? No, it's not. But it does, right? It, it's it tart. has. It has it's like that. Tart. End, uh, I don't know how to describe that flavor. I guess bacteria. No, no, because it's, it, it's infected. That that's good. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> no. Did you say kombucha? It tastes like kombucha. See, that's why. That's what I meant. Like, if if this was in a non-alcoholic uh, container, I would believe that there's no alcohol in it. Cool, like a kombucha. I think Cam- it, kombucha. I think so. I'll throw words out like aroma. Do you get floral notes? Yeah, but there all there's that underlay of like sulfur. It smells kind of like farts. <laughs> so it's like. This is like floral, Febreze. Floral in farts. A, this is Febreze in a just used restroom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you guys? Um, okay. Taste. Is this do you guys get sour? Do you get sweet? Do you get sour, sweet, tart? Uh, I get I'm, sour and tart. Definitely tart. Picking up a lot of apple because I'm guessing that was the base, right? You said you got it, and because I said it. No, because I can <laughs> taste it. Because I can't taste the lychee that's on the label at all. Lychee's there. Yeah, I, I, I can't taste lychee. It, I, once I, you get past the farts, the lychee's there. There's apple. It comes at the end. It's also very light, though. What's the uh, ABV? The ABV is, uh, I think, also around 6%. Which is crazy Golly. to me. Because it doesn't taste like a 6%, right? Not at all. It's not boozy at all, but I can, t- I can tell that there's alcohol in it. It's just... You know what it looks like? It looks like you just put in pre-workout in mm. a freaking, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you mix it. I put it looks like a Gatorade Zero that you just had. It yeah. looks like a. It's like very a red. Sudsy. I think the redness drink. is from oh, so I the strawberry extract and the lychee extract that I use are well. The strawberry one is very red, so it adds oh, a lot of dye. Of course, to it. that makes sense. So yeah, and I, then yeah, and then I think it's pretty carbonated. I would yeah, say no, it's good amount of spritz. It's a good. It's not a, the last one. I gotta say, I like the flavor of the last one more, but this one doesn't smell like shit. So it covers up a little bit more. But anyways, and next we'll next week and the weeks coming by, there will be some ginger cider ones. Cool. Excited I'm excited for, that. for uh, I'm ginger excited cider. For anything it was packed a gallon if you saw on our wiki page on Instagram. Yeah, we put it There on was our a story. pound of grated ginger in there. Jeez. In the count. <laughs> it's going to clear your stomach up. Oh, uh, I hope that comes out. Okay, so visually um, I got to say before we go on because I finally found a good comparison. This is a, the exact color this beer. Of a watermelon Jolly Rancher. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. No, it is really close. Okay. Let's get into the uh, article. Sorry. Well, I have corrections from last week. I know we have to... We'll from Taco be- Bell? We will get better at segmenting this. Okay. Because I think corrections are important. It's how you get engagement. But what is this? Our 23rd, 22nd episode? <laughs> it's 27th episode. 27th? 27th episode. Yes. We've been doing this for pretty much 30 weeks? What oh the God. fuck? 
That a couple breaks in between? A few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. 30 weeks. We're more much. than half. We're more than. Oh, Dude, that's almost more than a year. Yeah. We, yeah. we should be crawling at this point. <laughs> we should be doing crawling? amazing. Crawling? As if we were babies. And oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. We're getting to like 30 weeks. They should oh. be crawling. Not walking and saying mom or anything. But they're, they're, that's they're, a really good. That's a really good analogy. Podcast would, in, in terms of years or weeks. It's something for like a, baby. a child, yeah. Yeah. If it's not working by you get seven. Better. Okay, go ahead. What are the uh, abandon it. So corrections from last week. We had Taco Bell, right? We did Taco Bell. I thought it was a great podcast. I loved it. We all had something to say. Um, you let you were the only one who's ever tried the breakfast. And so corrections from my brother and just my brother, because he loves Taco Bell. Immediate correction. No Fritos in any burritos re- as of recent, apparently. I asked that. I saw it on the menu. I'm sorry. You lied to me. No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. I, I lied to the public. You're lying. Coming back temporarily <laughs> soon, he says. Also, grilled cheese burrito is a permanent item. Permanent. That's crazy that they're doing that as permanent. They the what? Sw- they the switched what? out the quesarito in that. Like last night, I ordered one of the grilled cheese burritos and I didn't get it. I was just like, yeah, can I get the grilled cheese burrito with chicken? And then they just sent me a chicken burrito that was, I'm not even joking, completely different temperature from the rest of the food. Like everyone got bean burritos and those were hot. Mine was like, cold and somewhat stiff and i was just like what that was the most expensive thing ordered on grubhub how the fuck did you mess this oh you went from Grubhub? yeah i went to grubhub because we were drunk and i'm like we're we're not what what is it from though was it from taco Taco bell yeah okay okay so i'm sorry just going back yeah they they switched the quesarito as a permanent item with the grilled cheese burrito which is kind of crazy to me yeah i think i don't know i think it's okay the grilled cheese doesn't it doesn't appeal to me i don't really care for there to be a cheese crust on the outside i like it it gives it like a nice like almost like a bite to it like there's a different crunch about it it's not it's like a you're biting off like three fruit fruit by the foots at once like it has a good <laughs> snap i right. i w- would be down to try it i just haven't so i i can't say anything i've had to talk about three times since the last episode i need to stop so he said grilled cheese is a permanent item and they said uh i was gonna murder you guys i don't know why he said that okay i forget <laughs> Thanks. Good correction. <laughs> why? Why? I know you might have said something else, but I just put that as a bullet point. I was going to murder you guys. Anyways, plan in plan in motion. Well, hold on. Did you take notes while he was saying this to you? No, I took it after. Yeah. No, I, I copied and pasted. Oh, he texted you. Okay. Keep going. I want to yeah, hear yeah. I'm, I, I think he's okay with it. I think he knows the podcast. Uh, he's a podcaster himself. Gordita was an item that I've never had that was basically an unfried chalupa. Yeah, okay, that's what I'm saying. It's I literally I, I went to Taco Bell just to try your guys' orders. And I couldn't finish either of them. Cuz the I, like I, I was just not in the mood to be eating, but I was just like, well, fuck it. I I had just gotten paid and that, something about me has like that itch to like just fucking burn money. Yeah. Just like 11 bucks to have an experience, sure. And I, I they were good, but yours is literally an unfried chalupa. Holy shit, he nailed that. Yeah, I guess it was uh, that that must be old though. So uh, plot twist: Autumn. He said Autumn and I went to the test kitchen. So my cousin and my brother went to the test kitchen. I what? forgot about that. I was not invited. I think I was busy, <laughs> but I probably wasn't. <laughs> I just wasn't invited. Oh, you didn't ba- get invited to something. <laughs> 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 Baja Blast is supposed to be Mountain Dew plus Lime, I think. He put, I think, in parentheses. Uh, shout out to Ryan getting the street name of the headquarters. Oh, I got the street name? You, you, I was, I I was going to not put this, but I thought, let's you, make Ryan feel you, good. You guessed, I believe, Glenn Bell Drivers. He looked it up. He was, he was doing some uh, perusing around the article. I love that your family has such a storage for knowledge. Yeah, you guys just are just like I, Thanksgiving is just fun facts being yelled across the table. Yeah, actually, miles everyone is yelling at the same time. There's a certain point in the 
in the Thanksgiving or any kind of gathering where there's 18 different conversations and it gets super loud. Did your and I get super brother get, listen to the whole podcast? He probably listened to most of it. He said he's yeah, I think he listen, he loves Taco Bell. So I think that's, that's why awesome. he listened to it. Uh, we love a man with passion. Yeah. Okay. So now we can finally get into types of whiskey. Okay. So let's do it. Let's jump into the article. Who would um, like to go first? Well, we're on types, right? Mm-hmm. So whiskey or whiskey-like products are product are produced in most grain-growing areas. They differ in base product, alcoholic content, and quality. So there's a couple. There's malt whiskey, which is made primarily from malted barley. So we're going to go over the hyperlink for malted barley. Uh, I'll read the hyperlink. It looks like popcorn. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It looks like popcorn seeds. Or corn seeds, I guess. Corn seeds, yeah. Malt is germinated cereal grain that has been made to germinate by soaking in water and is then halted from germinated further by drying with hot air, a process known as malting. That's the cool part to me is that they soak it and then they just dry it. They put it on the floor and they just let it dry out. Really? Okay. And I think it, acts, that video. it accesses the sugars. It converts the starches into sugars. Anyways, keep going with the sense. Sorry. Malted grain is used to make beer, whiskey, malted milk, malt vinegar, confections such as Maltesers, and Whoppers. Yeah. Malted milk is a thing, too. I can't believe all we grain. So I guess the sugar in there is sweet as hell if we're making Whoppers. My sister loves Whoppers. Bro, they, that's... If the, you, the candy, right? The candy. It's just malt inside really? of it. Really? They're... Good. I like the crunch about them, but they coat your mouth with, with what I think tastes like exactly diet sugar. Uh huh. Like it, it's kind of gross. I fucking hate Whoppers. I just always got them as a kid. I kind of like Whoppers. During I like Halloween. the texture and they mm-hmm. taste pretty good. I don't like the way they coat your mouth, I guess. All right, go ahead. Grain whiskey. Not my first one. So we just went over the malt whiskey hyperlink. Now, uh, the second type is grain whiskey, which is made from any type of grain. Did you want to go over that hyperlink? What the fuck? Grain whiskey normally refers to any whiskey made at least in part from grains other than malted barley. So frequently used grains include maize or maize, which is corn, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Wheat and rye. Grain whiskeys usually contain some malted barley to provide enzymes needed for mashing. That's a good point. So a lot of people use a, a variety of grains or barley also. Like we said, to be honest, do you guys know what rye is? I please, can someone tell me what rye? I is? thought rye was type of like, wheat. Yeah, I thought it was a it was a, a cousin to just regular ass wheat. I, I thought it was a bread. It is. Uh, oh, I know. <laughs> originating from grain, but anyways, um, I kind of would like to if we see a hyperlink for rye, I would love to highlight that. I, I don't know what rye is. Yeah, I think it would but be I good. Fucking love rye bourbon. Right, rye, rye. Is that bullet rye? What the fuck I haven't that tried is? too many ryes. I for a while I was ordering uh I would I was my cocktails I'd be like can I get a rye sour instead of a whiskey sour and I'd like them more. It's a piece of bread with fucking <laughs> sour shit on it. I don't know. So right, I want you to get into also malts and grains the next part. Yeah, so malts and grains are combined in various ways. So the first one is a single malt whiskey. Um a single malt whiskey is whiskey from a single distillery made from a mash that uses only one particular malted grain. Unless the whiskey is described as single cask, cask, uh, it contains whiskey from many casks and different ears. So the blender can achieve a taste recognizable as typical of the distillery. So I think that's an important part to emphasize, which is the single malt whiskey. You always see that, right? On the labels. I never knew what that and meant. My dad's, and your dad's like, I like single malt whiskey. My dad does not have that accent. But the guy from fucking Turkey? From Lebanon? Lebanon? Yeah. 
turkey. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <I screamed. laughs> Just super high pitch. Turkey. Turkey. What do you think I have? Some fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as we as we learn, a single malt is a whiskey made from a single distillery made from a mash that uses only one particular malted grain. So one distillery. And yeah, Ryan, sorry, finish up the now you can finish up the, the paragraph. Okay, so in most cases, single malts bear the name of the distillery with an age uh, statement and perhaps some indications of some special treatments such as uh, maturation, maturation in a port wine cask. Okay. As we talked about last time, a port wine is a Portuguese fortified wine. So pretty much they, they sometimes put it into a wine cask. Hmm. Which is, when I see that, I think it sounds cool, so I would be more willing to buy that one that what's comes in the, a wine cask. Does that sound cool to you, guys? Hey, what? I, I don't care. No, <laughs> no, I have no opinion. What's the difference between a cask and a barrel? Ooh, I think they're the same thing, right? One sounds way more likely to bury someone. Uh-huh. A cask, is it sounds yeah, grim. casket. A barrel just sounds like, oh, cool, yeah, you have a barrel of whiskey. That's... Real folklore of you. <laughs> and so, unless the whiskey is described as, they also something about, they said something about single cask. They will usually say that, but most are not single cask, I feel like. And a lot of them are blended. And I, I think that's why single malt is a lot more expensive, right? Is that, okay. So, it is technically more expensive because it's, it's the part where it's almost sentimental in the way that it's special. It's Here, here's from a, th- a single distillery. Is it? I'm trying to think about it. Like I'm trying to think of a fucking whiskey right now that doesn't bear the name of someone. Jack Daniels, Johnny Walker, Evan Williams, Jim Beam. Everything's coming from single malt. What the hell is double malt? Well, I think they have a huge beer. beer uh, they have a huge distillery. Why would they move? <laughs> I mean, stuff, I get yeah. it, but I'm trying to think. I was just like, wow, single malt must be the also, shit. Single but it's doesn't also, sound great. Where else do we find we anything else? We should make a quadruple malt. Monkey whiskey. shoulders. Quan, we should make a quadruple malt. What do you whiskey. think a blended malt is? Isn't that a bunch? Ooh, is that I know, what yeah. scotch is? So w- well, I guess we'll figure that out. Huh? That's a good transition. Tune in next Ryan. time. <laughs> scotch <laughs> part, part one. We're really lengthening it out. Yeah, blended malt whiskey. That's a good transition. So blended malt Hilarious. whiskey is a mixture of single malt whiskeys from different distilleries. If whiskey is labeled pure malt or just malt. It is almost certainly a blended malt whiskey. This was formerly called a vatted malt whiskey. You know what? You know what's weird about that? What if I heard a pure malt, I would think single. Mm-hmm. Single malt whiskey, right? Yeah, I think that's the, it, the marketing behind it is to trick you. To ch- ah, so you you're just like, oh, bitches. this is pure malt. And you're just it, like, of course it is. It's made of all kinds of malt and they're all pure. It's all about specific words. That's yeah, why yeah. it's like they have to say certain words, single malt. If they just use pure or Purified. Malt. These are just words that they're it, they're using at their disposal. It's not really regulatory. All right. I'll, Anyways, I'll grab the next. Yeah, uh, you grab it. Blended whiskey is made from a mixture of different types of whiskey. A whiskey, excuse me, a blend may contain whiskey from many distilleries, so that the blender can produce a flavor consistent with the brand. The brand name may can produce may therefore omit the name of a distillery. Most Scotch, Irish, and Canadian whiskey is sold as a part of a blend, even when the spirits are the product of one distillery as is common in Canada. American blended whiskey may contain neutral spirits. What's a neutral spirit? I'll go down there. So hold on. We'll go on that. I. It's so crazy because it's different. There's a blended malt whiskey that could easily be confused with blended whiskey. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Which so, is funny because it's trying to show itself as a single malt. Yeah. Yeah. 
Funny. So neutral spirits is a highly concentrated ethanol that has been purified by means of repeated distillation and a process called rectification. Neutral spirits is used a lot in in the industry. I've seen it. I've seen it myself. Is this is this being used just as like an ABV boost and just like this doesn't have a flavor? They use it because it's easier also to transport whenever they have the concentrated amount. Remember we talked about they oh, use neutral right. spirits a lot in seltzers and stuff. Yes, mm-hmm. okay, you did explain this. It's basically such a concentrate that you can add water to it and just find forty percent or whatever the hell you want. Yeah, you uh, you just dilute it to the amount you want. Jesus Christ! But yeah, neutral spirits is they use that a lot in seltzers. There's some poor alcoholic that was made from working at these factories, and he's just like, I, I need a drink of fifth of. Of Jack Daniels, I'm sorry. I'm used <laughs> See, to drinking neutral. I, I'm used to getting neutral spirits. Oh, I should work at yeah. That, imagine working at a. I've worked at a brewery, but I've never worked at a distillery. <laughs> I wonder how different it is. I'm surprised you didn't apply for those types. They, there's there's not, not there, many jobs, dude. There's not a lot in LA. It, well, also distilleries, they just somewhere. they mm-hmm. they work themselves. You don't need a lot of people to work them because it's, it's the a lot whole, of machinery. It's a very automated process. That's kind of your thing. I'm not automated. I'm not a robot. You're not yet. The videos that we watched, there were a lot of family-owned stuff. Marion, like we're trying to do with Taco Bell. Yeah. So the next one is cask strength. I just like the sound of that. I don't know why. Also known just as barrel proof. Barrel proof. Like some cool... It's like aging in there. Ooh. Like an, it's like an AA action movie. So cask strength whiskeys are rare. And usually only the very best whiskeys are bottled in this way. They are bottled from the cask, undiluted or only lightly diluted. Oh, yeah, this is true. This does not happen very commonly is where, because what happens usually is whenever it goes into a cask, it's at 70% or like 65%, right? So when they take it out of the cask, they dilute it because it's way too strong. Cask strength means we take it out of the, we take it out of the, the cask and it goes straight into a bottle. That is that's not very common, and that's probably pretty expensive. And if we go over the hyperlink, yeah, it's a term used by whiskey and rum producers to describe a whiskey or rum that has never been substantially diluted. A hey, quick question: What is Johnny Walker? Is that a Scotch? That's a, that, that's a, I think it was Scottish, right? Huh? What Johnny, is a Johnny Walker? Johnny Walker, I think, is a uh, Scotch. They, okay, yeah. okay. I have, I'm pretty sure it is. And yeah, cast strength is usually it said between fifty-two to sixty-six percent. Damn. That's you strong. Want, can I get a cask sour? And just like, <laughs> you're just wasting the alcohol here, man. <laughs> so instead, because usual whiskeys are about 40. Is that what we're talking about? 40% yeah, they usually go to compared 40. to 66? Wow. They usually go 40 to 50 or like a high 40s. Yeah. Can you make zero alcohol champagne? Can't you make zero alcohol anything? Yeah. Can you? Yeah, you can make zero alcohol anything, man. I don't know. Sure. Hey, let your dream, don't let your dreams just be dreams. <laughs> but we don't talk about that guy anymore. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? Uh, Shia LaBeouf. Hey, Shia LaBeouf. Just, just Shia LaBeouf? Oh, Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Single. Who would like to read single cask? Ryan Stern. Yes, thank you. Okay, so single cask, also, also known as single barrel whiskeys, are bottled from an individual cask, and often the bottles are labeled with specific barrel and bottle numbers. The taste of these whiskeys may vary subst- uh, substantially. From cast to cask within a brand. That was a long word for me. I stuttered. Substantial. Yeah, you're, Substantial. you look like you were out of breath somehow. Um, but yeah, the, it, a lot of places, 
even you'll see in Total Wine or something, a lot of these whiskey labels, they now have like a batch number. I think people like that. It makes it, it look d- more... D- like personal. Uh, personal, exactly. Honestly, I feel like breweries should do that shit too. Well, I mean, wouldn't that be easier to document? Batch 1,085. Yeah, we're on, I, like, I have to do it on my shit and be like, this is 12... What are we right now? One thou- What is that? Damn. I've, I'm trying to think of a comma. We're like on batch 1,200... No, 10,000... Yeah, you're probably pretty high up. I know, I was like, only 1,000? No, 10,204. That's how many batches Golden Road's produced as of now, around? Damn, that's crazy. Sorry, whatever. Good for you, dude. Go ahead. You're a a part of that. So, now now we are done with general types, right? And now we're going to go into national varieties. What's the question? I thought they're always in a single barrel. What do you mean? Fucking what? I mean, don't they? I mean, always they can only be in a, bar- in a single. They can barrel only at be a in a single barrel. They can't be in multiple. Places so then, what's at the, same the time. what's it's the not other one? Mechanics. What? Or are they just saying that it's in a single bar- single cask? Well, single cask means that it wasn't. Single cask means it only aged in one cask. So usually, a lot of people they'll they'll age in one barrel and then they'll throw into another one because that barrel kind of runs out of its flavor extraction. Oh, you know? okay. You're taking oh. a lot out. Yeah. But we'll we'll, go, we'll get into it more. And now we're going to start off in national varieties in America. In America, where it all started. Just kidding. It did not start here. But Mer- bourbon whiskey. I want Leo to read. Oh, we don't want to read the overview of American whiskey. is distilled from fermented mash of cereal grain. It must have no. a taste, aroma, and other characteristics commonly attributed to whiskey. No, we don't have to read that. Right. No, <laughs> but thanks for reading. Just read it. Bourbon whiskey made from mash that consists of at least 51% corn, maize, and Asian new charred oak barrels. So that's how you make bourbon. We were talking about that. The new charred oak barrels yeah. and 51% corn. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. That, that It's a big, it's a strict regulation that they have to have. Corn whiskey. Corn okay, whiskey. I'll, yeah, you go Made from it. mash that consists of at least 80% corn is not aged or if aged is aged in uncharred or used barrels. They just don't care. That, that's like the bottom of the, <laughs> this the bottom is, of the barrel. This is this is plastic bottle whiskey. That's cooking whiskey, guys. Uh, <laughs> and Leo, you can read the rest of the American ones. All right, let's do it. Malt whiskey made from mash that consists of at least fifty-one percent malted barley. What's up with the fifty-one? I, I, it's because it's a majority. You have to break. They yeah. want to have majority. Break, yeah, you have this to is, break. This the is, it's a what close election. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what did you say? This is a close election. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, what is this Congress? That's funny. <laughs> Rye whiskey made from mash that consists of at least 51% rye, rye malt, let me guess, at least 51% malted rye. Wheat whiskey made from mash that consists of at least 51% wheat. So basically the big division here is just like if it's corn, as actually corn has to be a fuckload of corn. Corn for whatever reason has to be 80% corn. <laughs> I but, think because that, like they don't give a shit about it's, it. It's, I think so it's just because it's cheap. So the yeah. other guys were like trying to keep that legislation. like, no, 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 no. We can, use, <laughs> we can use a lot of corn here, guys. Just... Corn, I, I don't know. Anyway, so the differential between malted rye whiskey, rye malted whiskey, is just how much of it is actually made with the named ingredient. If it's yeah, over it 51% the, yeah. of it, that's how you get, you know, that, what is that, characterization, that's style, that's how you get there. If you're going to call it a rye whiskey or a bourbon whiskey, it has to be a majority of something Bro, that this characterizes next- it. The only different one is bourbon, which is not an ingredient, but it's made of corn. What the fuck? So bourbon's the most corny of them all? Outside of corn whiskey, that's hilarious. Oh yeah, they yeah, really, they really bourbon, bourbon is a corn whiskey, but it's not a corn. It's whiskey. it's it's a whiskey made of mostly of corn. Those motherfuckers. That is such good wordplay. They're just like, no, no, this isn't corn whiskey. This is bourbon, babe. 
And, and, and they know their um, consumers don't know this shit. Yeah, no. You know? Welcome to the wiki room. Stop getting fucked. <laughs> and this is a little uh, That nice should be a shirt. Follow up. <laughs> Stop getting fucked. <laughs> in the wiki room in the back. <laughs> Just, uh, this is the one we put the high school pictures of us. <laughs> and I wanted to follow up with corn for corn whiskey. It's usually unaged and sold as a legal version of moonshine. So this is you're not you're not usually gonna find version. moonshine at stores. Maybe it's sprouts. I wonder why they don't age it. All right, sorry. Let me just read that little bit real quick. Which part? Hold on, that, hold on. That whole thing. Um, have you guys ever That's tried funny, so. moonshine pickles? No. There's they're pickles in a moonshine. Uh, they're like. I just want to say sometimes you say some shit that's so goddamn American. <laughs> <laughs> well, surprise! My dad had them, and uh, <laughs> he okay. got them. Uh, I don't know as a gift or he got them, but they were like they're whole pickles uh, in a moonshine. What what is it called? It's just absorbing the moonshine jar. It, yeah, it's a moonshine jar. It's just absorbing the moonshine and. You take out a pickle, you literally, it's like an edible cookie. Like, you do not eat the whole thing. You really, you really just eat, like, a corner of it or, like, a, a really small piece. And I, I tried it. You fucking feel it and you taste it, too. And it's like, <laughs> oh, my goodness, bro. Oh, my goodness. Give me another one. Like, another what? <laughs> no, you're like, give how me many, another one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how many pickles would it take to get fucking sloshed, do you think? Yeah, I to, think one. Just find out. I one think half half a pickle would get you fucking feeling really sloshed. Yeah. God damn. Because okay. dude, that that small piece. Honestly, I forgot I had it, and I had another drink, and I'm like, why am I fucked up? <laughs> I only had one drink, and then my dad was like, "Hey, we had those things over there." No, I'm kidding. He didn't sound like that. But <laughs> he's just rocky to the yeah, pickle, man. No, Anyways, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if uh, where I could buy it, and then I would like for us to try that. There must be some sort of pickle palace where you just got all the pickled pickle things. Pickle palace. Anyway. Sorry. Oh, I, w- I want to I start something like that. Yeah? yeah? I want a bar, but uh, this seems more up your alley. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. No, uh, what I wanted to uh, go down to is because I was, I was reading through it a little bit, and they started to talk about Tennessee whiskey. Oh, what do you, Tennessee what, when you guys, whiskey. When you guys think Tennessee whiskey, what do you think? Isn't the that song? like a fucking... Yeah. The, the, huh? the, the song? song? But isn't no. That, <laughs> A brand, a brand. I had Red Dead Redemption. I named my I named my horse Tennessee. Whiskey. Tennessee whiskey. I think of Jack Daniels. Yeah. Okay. Oh, is that what you wanted? <laughs> yeah, that's what I wanted. Is Jack Daniels brand? is the You're only like, ten I see. Well, I, when I was a child, I played Red Dead. <laughs> Why the fuck are you asking? What do you think of instead of being like, what whiskey synonymous with Tennessee whiskey? Jack Daniels. Like, just this is, this is my fault. I have high is Jack Daniels. But You're no, just like, you guys don't. know what I'm thinking, of course, right? <laughs> Crazy guy. Oh, the George ma- Dickel. I've tried his. I, I've tried that brand. It, it's yeah. not that bad. It's a lower, lower, uh, really lower like, grade, like, lower grade. Yeah, but oh, so it's still, it's fucking. It. it gets shelf. the job done. I and like. I'm. I'm. I honestly, I like John Cockles. <laughs> John. Oh, there's John. Is it John Cockles? No, man. It's George oh. Dickel and John Cockle. Okay, sorry. Well, <laughs> go ahead. Thanks for. Thanks for. I have high expectations. <laughs> the main difference, so with Tennessee whiskey, the main difference defining a Tennessee whiskey is that it must be filtered through sugar maple charcoal. Huh. That's weird. Uh, before aging. Before aging, which before the uh, you, you think the barrel. That, you think that they're like yearly, like, oh, we're having to cook out today at Jack Daniels. There's only 39 members that work here, blah, blah. And they, they cook their shit on sugar maple charcoal. <laughs> Just, they have these sweet-ass <laughs> burgers. 
They're just like, oh, this is delicious. I love this. That's fucking this, good. This is, this is what you need to do to be a Tennessee burger. Yeah, That's this is the regulations. <laughs> That's funny. These are uh, Tennessee dogs. And that that process of uh, filtering it through the sugar, maple, charcoal is the Lincoln County process. Known as Lincoln County process. Yeah, that's where, that's where Matthew McConaughey films all those commercials. Why does that look like a dumpster fire? I think they're charring. What? Dude. Oh, they're charring the sugar maple. But look at the... Or- oh, I'm so dumb. Sorry, we're looking at a picture of the Lincoln County process. Is a step used Wiki. in producing almost all Tennessee's whiskey. The whiskey is filtered through or steeped in charcoal chips before going through casts for aging. The process apparently involves a big fucking fire. I thought it had an aura around it, but that was some dude with the hose. Yeah, and, and he's, water. I think I think he's trying to put down the fire that yeah. they created with... <laughs> Because they have to char, the, I guess, sugar maple. I don't really know what sugar maple is, but it's fine. Let's I think not. I think it speaks for itself. It's, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so there is Australian whiskey, and there is um one sentence. All right. Uh, who would, who so like Australian it? whiskeys have won global whiskey awards and medals, including the World Whiskey Awards and Jim Murray's Whiskey Bible, Liquid Gold Awards. It told us. I would n- love to have that. I award. feel like it told us nothing. It just told them about an award that they got for. Something I think that it, we... it 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 tried to give them um some reputation of being good if Guys, they won make, some awards. We won an award. We're not going to tell you for what. Australia for being so fucking big. Never, never. Seems to get into the world's like main things. Like the, the, name one Australian product that you need. Nothing. Kangaroos. Can't even name a fucking beer from them. I have no clue. Beer, beer. I know they have beer though. Australian no, beer. I can't think of one. Exactly. What, what's Foster's? Damn. Quick wit. Yeah. Foster's. What, yeah. Yeah. Good That's, job, man. You good, know you're, you really. You're, you're, there's some Australian out there just like thank you, like, <laughs> just yelling like, to no one in his car. Those like, Irish British hey, accents. Hey, I, hey, I can only uh, do Irish accents. Just your brother. Shout out to Ryan for Fosters. <laughs> <laughs> just like we get the first write an email. I realize I, like Australia is not very globalized they're in, not. in terms they're, of uh, their exports. Maybe they. I'm sure they. But even a lot. culturally, they only put out like good music. That's true. They, I mean, they are yeah. real, the good they're, music, good actors. Good actors. Dude, that, why are the actors so good? Yeah. Well, uh, it's get, a bunch of people. It's not products. 10 out of a nation. It's not that many. They're pretty good looking sometimes. but They're, they're handsome. Most they're handsome, of them are. Rugged people. Especially with their accent. <laughs> they say yeah. too much. They're not shy enough. I, 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 What's I, Chris Hemsworth? He's Australian. He's, <laughs> which means there's at least 20 other Hemsworths. At least. There, there's like 15 brothers. All right, whatever. It's going to be Canadian whiskey. So Canadian whiskey is basically the same rules in terms of percentage as like American for, you know, rye needs 51% rye, whatever. Everything needs the same thing. The only big difference is Canadian whiskeys may contain caramel and flavoring in addition to the distilled mashed spirits. And there's no maximum limit on the alcohol level of distillation. So they don't need the 40% like cap. They can go higher. The only difference is the minimum bottling proof is 40%. So everything has to be pretty fucking strong. To be exported under one of the Canadian whiskey designations. A whiskey cannot contain more than 9.09 imported spirits. So it has to be all made, basically 91% made in Canada to be considered Canadian. Canadian whiskeys are available throughout the world and are a culturally important, excuse me, significant, not important, export. Well-known brands include Crown Royale, Canadian Club, Seagram's, and Weiser's, among others. Have you, have you guys, I, I haven't had Crown Royale in a, I think I had it when I was young. I, had but I haven't had it, huh? I had it last week. How is it? Right. It's, it's, I, it's not my go-to. It's, I, it's, to me, it's, it's a different. It's a different. To be honest, sometimes I can't uh, really tell the difference spice. between whiskeys. I I don't really, like like I said I don't really have a good tongue for it. But there's some where you taste them and you're just like, wow, that really fucking burned. 
Yeah. Crown oil is one of them. Chivas is one of them. Buchanan's is one of them. When you have them, yeah, you're just like, burn. why the fuck did we do that? And then when you have, I don't know, I guess a different age one or whatever, they become a lot smoother and you're just like, oh, I can have that like as I, a sip. I bet if you had a, I, I always compare everything to Jameson just because I know that. But if, if we had like Jameson in a shot and a Crown Royale, you could easily taste the difference. Hmm. Yeah. I, I'm, pretty sh- I'm pretty sure. I, I think you're right. All right. Do you, do you notice also that Seagram's, you don't see it as standalone That's in terms the bottom of neat. Fo- oh. Well, it's because they use it to, as a mixer a lot. Seagram's is mostly a mix. It's a good mixer. And that's why you don't you usually see like, oh, you want some Seagram on the rocks is because... I'm going to be honest. Is, doesn't it come in a plastic bottle? It's not glass. Seagram's is kind of cheap, yeah. I think it can come in a cl- uh, plastic, but I think it does also come in glass okay, with a okay. twist off top. Yeah. Uh, hold on. The historic popularity of Canadian whiskey in the United States is partly a result of rum runners illegally importing it into the country during the period of American Prohibition. Yeah. Nice. Before we, we should, go sorry. on into like other kinds of styles, I just realized we haven't done Kevin's favorite things. We haven't. We'll get into that. But I, I would, for a future podcast, we should do a prohibition thing. Ooh. I, I was really in. I, no, I wasn't into it. But like, that's, that's cool. why we have alcohols now. Yeah. You know, and the American public was like, we need to drink. And that changed. That definitely had an effect on the world. Because imagine yeah. if America didn't drink and our first imp- export is culture. Imagine if we didn't have alcohol, just like our civilization would have been like so so much higher you know what i mean like just flying cars already and shit we got to the moon in 1941 (laughs) that's funny (laughs) okay Uh, so kevin we should get into kevin's favorite things kevin kevin's favorite things 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 (laughs) things favorite i I, I, I put a little pause um i was just because i was also trying to think i honestly i thought you were gonna ask what our favorite whiskey was no i'm not gonna i know i'm not i'm not gonna do that this time though i think we did that last time I don't think so. I have I have a proposition. Would you guys rather do what is your favorite energy drink or favorite hobby? Energy. No, hobby. Oh, fuck, that's do hard. Do you want to talk about your favorite hobby? The fuck. I could do hobby. Because <laughs> no. it changes, bro. It, it seems like you looked around the room and you saw an energy drink and a sunburn. And you were like, <laughs> huh, what should we ask? No, I saw the energy drink. That's all I saw. Okay. Okay, so I will choose one. What is your favorite hobby? Or a hobby that you think would be your favorite if you tried it. Ooh, that's way more fun. Kevin, go ahead. A hobby that I want. I just asked, why am I I'll answering go, my I'll question? Go, I'll right? go first. I just so you can it. think. He barely thought of the question. He can't have an answer yet. Uh, I think a thing that I think I'd be very good at if I started is drumming. Drumming. That's a good That's a good hobby to get into. Yeah, I like. I grew up playing instruments. I, I didn't like it so much because I didn't like being told what to do or fucking having extra homework of like, did you practice? Fuck that shit. Hated it. But it did give me like, when as a kid, I was like touching all the instruments, having guitar, having drums, having piano. As an adult, I crave it. And now I play bass because I'm just like, I want to do this, but just for me. So I got my own little instrument. So I think I'd like to learn how to drum. And actual hobbies I like are currently fishing. I kind of stopped fighting. You go. stopped? I haven't fought in like two months, and I have no itch to go back. Here's the thing. Um, I, I don't think that's a hobby, though. It's a lifestyle. It kind no, of, it, like, when it was enveloping me, like, when I wanted to fight, and I wanted to, like, actually get a fight, and I, I fucking, mm-hmm. I, I could, I, everything was about fighting. I couldn't move without thinking about it. And now I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. 
Yeah, you got over it. It's one of, sometimes you really like something and then you just don't feel like getting back into it because yeah. it's very involved. Yeah, when you physically. fall out, when you fall out of that rhythm, you're, and your body starts to heal and you feel okay, you're just like, "Well, I don't want to go back." <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> a lot so to get back into. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm healthy. About, well, because I was thinking like, "Well, fuck, I only do a couple things like jujitsu, yes, but I don't think that's a hobby. It it that's something like you're training cuz you want to get better at something in self-defense. It's fun, but I I would say pickleball is more of a hobby. Yeah, you can do it casually. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be- because yes, I do go to tournaments with my mom and stuff, but um also like like I work out, right? Mm-hmm. Like this morning I had like fuck, should I go to pickleball or work out? I want to fucking work out. Like I don't want to you know, pickleball is very social. It's very like I have to Put it be on, on mm-hmm. you know, and then I also have to play good, mm-hmm. you know. With working out, it's like, look, I have my plan today with shoulders. I have my plan. I want to do that shit instead, so I'll do that. But I think pickleball is more of, of that's my favorite hobby, and it's fun as fuck. And it's always it's there's people playing during the day that I know, and at night, which I, I love a lot better. So I, I think pickleball, and mm. and there's so many other places that are close by that you could go to. You know what I mean? Like we only go. If we're fighting or something, yeah, or we training, need to, need to go to you only go gym. one place. Yeah, it's weird. You, it's odd when there's like a floating guy and he's just like, oh, I go to different gyms. And you're yeah. just like, are you a spy? Why the fuck are you here? A fucking walk-in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, a walk-in when they're good and you're just like, why are, why are you <laughs> here? I had that suspicion when I went to my last gym when I started going to fucking, uh, what's the name of that bitch? Um, it's in Highland Park. I forget the name of it. Uh-huh. The Yard. Uh-huh. When I started going there, I have four years of fighting under my belt. So I come in and they're like, "Oh, here are the here are the starting guys," and I'm like, "This is not my speed." And then yeah. I go to the medium guys, and I'm good with them. And then there's like the hard guys, like the fucking the the guys who are like trying to be fighters. And I can't keep up with them, but I can, I can put it on for them. I can I can be competitive. Do something. So when survive. I come in and I only come in every like two weeks, three weeks, they're just like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" They're uh, very suspicious of you, and you're just like, "No, I'm not. I just I don't take this seriously anymore." That's all. So yeah. So yeah. I mean. Uh, so yeah. Pickleball. Pickleball. Yeah. yeah, I think pickleball is a really good one. That's hey, why that's I, mine. Don't take it. I know. I wanted to take it, but I I, first, I thought yours is climbing. No, climbing. I like pickleball more. Pickleball really because you're just competing against the wall. Yeah, I guess it's, I, like, I, it's like it's very self defeating. <laughs> yeah, I think if I if <laughs> it's a wall, it's a wall. <laughs> I'm competing against the wall. They put pegs on it. <laughs> There's something a lot. It gets you more fired up about pickleball. So I would say pickleball is something that I want. I've currently i've played with you and i want to get better at it's just fun Mm -hmm. and it's not too serious you're on a little you're on a little mini tennis court you know with your little racket and wiffle ball i think it's hard to really take yourself serious at something called pickleball and that's why i like it hobbies should not be they should be serious enough where you can get competitive but you don't make it your lifestyle I mean, some people make it their lifestyle. Some people do. I mean, some people, some people buy pickleball hats. Some, some people start like, hey, chill. <laughs> it's aerodynamically. Uh, I just wanted that brand. That's the problem. <laughs> You're not helping yourself. All right. So, let's so get that, back that was our little break. Thank you for listening to our uh, Kevin's favorite, favorite things. 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 Uh, and now we'll go over a few more very popular styles of whiskey. Just do Irish. Ryan, you take Irish because you like Jameson so fucking much. I fucking do. <laughs> okay, so Irish whiskeys are normally distilled three times. Uh, Cooley Distillery being the exception as they only double distill. Lazy. <laughs> How long is that process of distilling one Distilling time? can take a long time. One time. It can take hours. 
because I always see on everything it's like triple distilled, and I'm just like, I don't. It's a very know long what that time. Means. You're doing huge vats. Yeah. Hmm. So though traditionally distilled uh, using pot stills, the column still, the column still is now used to produce grain whiskey for blends. By law, Irish whiskey must be produced in Ireland and aged in wooden casks for a period of no less than three years, although in practice it is usually three or four times that period. Well, that's the law everywhere. Whiskey has to be aged at least three years. Aged at least three years. Yeah. Really? Is there a product under three years? What the hell is that called? Is that corn whiskey? Hmm? Mm. If If it's broken at two years, the cask is, you know, poured. What do you call that if it's not legally whiskey? To be honest, I, I, I'm not sure. I don't know. Okay. I don't even know if it's ever been done because it's a law. It's never been done before. I, I'm pretty sure it's been done. But That's what I'm saying. I'm just, whatever. I let's, don't know. Let's Fuck do it. it. Let's do one day aged whiskey. We can... <laughs> it's, it's just a bunch of like Ew. green. So here yes. we go. Unpeated malt. Uh, is almost always used. Yeah. Sorry. I thought I skipped a sentence. So it's all, uh, unpeated malt is always, almost always used. The main exception being... Connemara, Connemara, peated malt whiskey. There are several types of whiskey common to Ireland: single malt, single grain, blended whiskey, and single pot still whiskey. So, yes, and you're right. There's single malt, single grain. There's different yeah. styles. What? Uh, sorry, he's laughing because I I uh, glanced or hovered over peat, which is what they peat is what they use to smoke the grains or roast the grains. And it looks like a big piece of doo-doo. It looks like a big but, hairy shit. So if you don't know what peat is, peat is an accumulation of partially decayed vegetation or organic matter. So that pretty much means whatever uh, that's organic and decomposed is turned into peat. Uh, it is unique to natural areas called peatlands, bogs, mires, moors, and muskegs. This all sounds like really English terrain. Yeah. <laughs> It's not moors. Um, but yeah, so they, they use peat. I think from what I know is they use peat to roast the grains, and that gives it its character. And uh, would you like to continue on to the yeah, next paragraph? Yeah, I mean, they never say Jameson, but anyways. So Irish... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pissed. It's your North Star for some reason. <laughs> Irish whiskey was once the most popular spirit in the world, though a long period of decline from the late 19th century to the late 20th century greatly damaged the industry. So much that, although Ireland boasted over 30 distilleries in the, 19, uh, in the 1890s, a century later, this number had fallen to just three. That's, cr- that's, a, that's that a big is, decline. Yeah, dude. Uh, however, Irish whiskey has seen a great resurgence in popularity since the late 20th century and has been the fastest growing spirit in the world ever since the 1990. Um, by the way, I always, every time I think of whiskey, I just think of Irish. Hmm. Usually, if you do think about it, I, that's a big export because think about how much Jameson is here. Yeah, and yeah. that's Fuck. that's We're that's a long ways away. There's a country between us, and there's all throughout the country. <laughs> and there's just and there's just it's pure export is Jameson, and even just Irish whiskey, scotches. Well, we'll get into scotch. So, yeah. Irish is different. So here we go. Uh, with exports growing by over fifteen percent per annum. Uh, in recent years, existing distilleries have been expanded and a number of new distilleries con- constructed. As of mid-2019, pre-pen, uh, uh, Ireland has, n- sorry, Ireland now has 25 distilleries in operation with 24 more in either planned or under development. However, many of these have not been operating long enough to have products sufficiently aged for sale and only one of which was operated prior to 1975. 
That makes sense because they have to do it three years, so they can't even sell anything. So because it started in in 2019. Now yeah, those a, you need a lead time. Yeah, you need a lead time. You have to that first means, get the grains. It takes a while. If we're looking at that in terms of just names we understand, 2019, three years later would be 2022. 2022, but it's probably at least. That's that's what a year or so after proper 12. Yeah, but think about it. Do you think they're once they opened it up, they started right away? Yeah, you just started. You need to start making money immediately. Well, not making money, you're, but because I mean, you're not selling anything, so you're like the less time we can spend on this zero, fucking like incoming. What, what, what are you saying? I was saying it started in mid 2019, right? Mm-hmm. So they probably didn't start making shit until 2020, like actually with the process of alcohol. Because they had to get, they, let's say they had all their shit and then all their workers and stuff. But then, well, it depends. You have to, you have to also. I, I don't know, you don't. Man. You have to know, like 2019. Maybe they literally had it built, but they didn't hire everyone. They didn't buy the grains that they had to come in. So it, t- it takes a while. They, but yeah, it's a big, huge lead time. Well, to plus, make good whiskey, it takes time. And the then fucking more pandemic time. probably slowed them down, especially if you just started, right? I just want to say they did. They differentiated between in operation and 24 under development. So I think by 2019 they had 24 going. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so that's, that's that's Irish whiskey for you. They did not, um, unfortunately, they didn't mention Jameson. How dare they? Um, and <laughs> now we're gonna get a little bit into Japanese whiskey. Cool, and like, we'll just it's getting back. so popular. Every, everywhere you go, right? Everywhere, everywhere that has like a happy hour menu, you want a Japanese highball? Say no, but. It's really popular right now. Japanese whiskey, Japanese whiskey is really fucking... Say no, please. People... Eyeballs are gross. Isn't this, it, There's this weird thing uh, that people respect the Japanese a lot. It's not... I wouldn't say it's weird. It's just people are like, the Japanese do it right. And they kind of... They do do, do. it. Like, like, they don't cut corners. They don't, don't do shit don't like they're that. They're very strict. They are. Yeah, <laughs> disciplined. They're very disciplined. There's something about them that you have to respect because you're just like, you better. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can... It's not perfect. You better. Anyways, so Japan Japan produces both single malt and blended whiskeys. The base is a mash of malted barley, just like most whiskeys, dried in kilns, fired with a little peat. A little peat. A little peat. Although less than what hey, is that's used. That's what my girlfriend called. No, no, no. So this is this is uh, <laughs> Ryan. Uh, although less than what is used for some peated Scotch whiskeys, so that's why I realize this peat is used a lot, a lot in Scotch whiskeys, which gives it its characteristic flavor. But they use a little bit of peat and is distilled using the pot still method. Before 2000, Japanese whiskey was primarily for the domestic market and exports were limited, so they had it for a while, but we didn't see it because it wasn't exported. In recent years, though, Japanese whiskey has grown in popularity on the global market. Japanese whiskeys such as Sun, Suntory, I keep getting the name wrong, is Suntory and Nikka uh, <laughs> won many prestigious international awards between 2007 and 2014. It's not Nika? No, it's, it's Nika. Nika, yeah. Nika. You sure? Nika. Sorry. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, bro. The way you said it. Are they and in then Paris? Japanese, <laughs> Japanese whiskey has earned a reputation for quality. Which I actually, like, no shit. Of course, the Japanese are going to make something that you're like, yeah, they make a pretty good engine. Of course, they're going to make a pretty good whiskey. Like, it's like a reliable whiskey. You're just like, sushi, whiskey. What? They're um, not going to make anything unless they're going to make that- it right. What's, uh, what's, what's Toyota? Is that Jap- Japanese? Japanese? Nissan, Honda. Kia. Are they all Japanese? No. no that's Korean. Korean. None of them are Chinese? No, Damn, none of them are Chinese. Fuck. 
What's Honda? Japanese. Shit, we got to look that Japanese, up. Japanese, Honda, Subaru, Japanese. Well, I drive a Ford. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you drive a Nissan. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and before that, I had a Kia. <laughs> That's Korean. Yeah. All right, so let's get into Scotch. Whiskey made in Scotland is known as Scotch whiskey or simply as Scotch, especially in North America. Scotch whiskeys are generally distilled twice, although some are distilled a third time and others even up to 20 times. That's that's, <laughs> that's a, a lot. That's excessive. 20 times, that's going to take a while. Just like, um, this took us 40 years to make and we don't know if it's good. Anyway, Scotch whiskey regulations require anything bearing the label Scotch to be distilled in Scotland and matured for a minimum of three years in oak casks, among other specific criteria. Any age statement on the bottle in the form of a number must reflect the age of the youngest Scotch whiskey used to produce that product. Damn, pretty that's, strict. That's that's strict. That's, hey, that's, you can't that's add the truth, some. Though. You can't add some shit in at the end and be like, no, this was distilled for forty years. And you're just like, Wait, this nope, is, you're down to three years. This now. is seventy. <laughs> this is seventy percent three year man. One drop. <laughs> How funny. Any I just read that a whiskey with an age statement is known as guaranteed age whiskey. Scotch whiskey without an age statement may, by law, be as young as three years old. The basic types of scotch are malt and grain, which are combined to create blends. Scotch malt whiskeys are divi- di- excuse me, divided into five main regions. Highland, Lowland, is- Islay, Islay, Islay Speyside, and Campbelltown. Speyside is a pretty popular one. I think uh, uh, Trader Joe's has some Speyside whiskeys that are with their private label. I've tried a Highland from that I got from BevMo, and I got it from my dad. Hmm. That that we tried, it was okay. Sprouts carries a neuterland. I think, huh? A, a neuter side. Sorry, that was stupid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was dumb as fuck. Uh, each of the whiskey producing regions has a distinct flavor profile and characteristics to the whiskey they produce. Very true. They it's always also a say sixth like... region recognized by some sources, not all. Uh, the islands, including Islay, the this unofficial region, part of the Highlands, according to the association. Includes the following whiskey producing styles making Island Single Malt, Aaron, Jura, Mole, Orkney, and Sky. I see why they don't recognize this. This is just because of the names. Just a bunch of motherfuckers in kilts being like, we have <laughs> the yellow kilt. Our whiskey's better. Or whatever the fuck. Bunch of they different ca- dialects. They care so much. But yes. Uh, yeah, so, so that's the big ones for the styles, other than, you know, Swedish and Welsh and Indian and all the Taiwanese, like all the tiny countries. They have their own more specific shit, but that's the main types, right? Yeah, those are the main types. Uh, those are what I would say is the globalized types, where mm. what we mm. see in mainstream, what we see in all the uh, total wines and craft markets, and Bevmos, mm-hmm. Vons. Uh, yeah, I don't. I think Japanese was one of the newest ones that we saw, like uh, that we see in the markets. Right. But it just happened. Not yeah. just happened, but because if you, if you think about it, it's not easy to do international like uh, to ship things in a uh in a large amount like internationally that's a big deal to like yeah, transport yeah, things because you have to you want to make sure that the people are going to buy it there's also there has to be so many laws you have to go through all the tariffs oh all with, the, all, oh, yeah, with alcohol bro. with alcohol that's in crazy. particular and you have to be like hey i know we're japanese we have our history but you know we make some good shit i know you guys have your own market and whiskey hey, but we I got think our we, history we can but... get past it i think we'll pay <laughs> an extra tariff yeah, it's 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 the question of is it worth it to even Yeah, if you already have a domination in your own home market, it's like do I really need to expand right now? That's a bit yeah, expansion is a big deal. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it for the styles different types. I think we see in Scotland they call it just whiskey. They don't call scotch scotch. They could just call it whiskey. 
That's funny. That's how that's how you know Americans are so American. They're like, this is American whiskey. Uh huh. This is this is Tennessee whiskey in particular. Anyway, so you think the, French people are like, this is champagne from champagne. <laughs> well, I think that's a big deal itself. That's right? a big deal. Yeah. Champagne has to be uh, from champagne. Or tequila from tequila. Anyway. You know, we haven't talked about that one, champagne. We can do champagne eventually. That'll be cool. Eventually. Let's take a, let's take a, a uh, spinoff of wine, which is a good one. Champagne's with, good. With uh, some OJ. <laughs> okay. So, obviously, you want to go over chemistry. Chemistry. It's the last, it's the last section uh, we won't go into it too much, but I think it's it's fair to talk about. So, uh, a little bit of overview on chemistry. Whiskies and other distilled beverages such as cognac and rum, cognac, I call it cognac and rum, cognac, uh, are complex beverages that contain a vast range of flavoring compounds, of which some 200 to 300 are easily detected by a chemical analysis. Easily, that's very confident. But <laughs> as as you see, like. If you ever taste certain rums and cognac, it's very, there's a lot of flavor going on. I've never had cognac. No? no. Uh, Hennessy. Never had it. Really? <laughs> XOXO? Remy Martin? I've never had any of this. I know what cognac is in the brands. Never had it. Armenians are, really no, big in, uh, Armenians are really big into cognac. That's why I know. It's like we you guys, have, dude, fucking Filipinos. We, we make a lot. And we, imp, we actually export it to certain you, places. I've lived in Glendale. I'd go into, I'd pass the liquor stores, and there was all kinds of whiskeys and cognacs I'd never seen before. You guys have one that comes in a fucking AK-47. No. Like the, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. joking. The, yeah, no, yeah. the bottle is hey, a big. You better be sure. You better no, no, be sure no, no, we're going to say it, that. It's a big glass, no label bottle. Uh, I, I well, know. there's a small label, but I, I know it's see-through. Like, you could see it. I'm just saying. Saying I've, that about my country? It's it's just... You haven't seen those big fucking bumper stickers with a huge AK that okay, just go says buy, protect Armenia? Go buy me one. No. Go buy, they're okay. like $200. I was trying to so get a, I was trying to get a free say, bottle of whiskey. Hey, did you say <laughs> Armenians are into Hennessy? Or just cognac in general? Cognac. Because Armenians are into cognac. No, they're not into Hennessy. Like, not Hennessy? Like, my Lolo or my grandfather, like, he fucking loves Remy Martin. Like, that was his shit. Yeah. A so, lot of... A lot of uh, Asian people like Remy Martin. Remy I Martin. Think. They love XOXO. Cognac. Yeah, the, dude, they get the. They okay, get the you know what's end. a really high end one is Martell's. Martell's. Oh, Martell's, dude. What is that? <laughs> it's just high end. Fu- and it's like. It's like a high end hill. Hennessy can get really expensive. I remember I went to Hawaii Supermarket, the Asian place in uh, on Valley, the yeah. Asian supermarket. Dude, they had like a whole glass case to like year of the whatever. Uh-huh. And it was like a $2,000 bottle of Hennessy. And I'd be like, what the fuck? Dude, I'm not remember, really into the flavor of it. Remember when really I into, went I to Costco? We should, we, we'll try one of these. Days. Remember when I went to Costco and, and I we, sent you guys that photo? Yeah, it was like a. It was a fucking Remy Martin, and it was like two thousand. I think it was three thousand dollars. It's because it was probably yeah, it was probably that single cask, dude. Like with fifteen years, who knows? And I'm gonna dude, be honest: if wild. we tasted that, we would have been like, "Why is it this expensive?" Because exactly. we don't have that palate. I, it, right, not even I don't have that wallet. Nothing I well, can taste. I, let, would let's be say 3, we had no. At that point, I kind of appreciate anything. The rich life was never for me. I, I, I do say I like Hennessy better than... There are some Remy Martins that like the lower, less expensive that I do like. But like the most expensive one that they would get is like it's a $150 bottle. And it, it's... To me, it's which, okay. Which one did you say? $150? Well, $150. Like $150 no, bottle? No, talking about Remy Martin. Oh, Remy Martin, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It does get very expensive. Remy Martin's an expensive But brand. I do like Hennessy that tastes better. Do you? I when I if we're drink, comparing it when I've I mean. tried Hennessy, even the expensive ones, I get these uh, almost like baby bar flavors. I don't. I know it's that might sound 
kind of crass, but it's that's what I get. It's like it feels like a little in my mouth, you know. <laughs> but it's cute in a way that the baby would do that mm-hmm. so close to my mouth. <laughs> I had too much milk. I don't know why there's so many a little. <laughs> <laughs> You're like it's okay, little baby. Now I'm imagining like a like a six month old baby talking, like a, just like he doesn't have teeth. He's just like meow, 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 meow. Daddy. <laughs> anyway, um, anyways, get into yeah, the flavors. That's actually a very common thing that you get is the baby barf. That's very common in certain fermentation. It's so weird that it's specific to babies. It's called. Uh, they say There's, some people if they're more fancy, they'll say but- butyric. Butyric acid is what creates that. It also comes up in cheese. Hmm. Okay, so what else yeah. about chemistry? So we're going to, in chemistry, it's mostly sectioned off into flavors. And it's flavors that come from certain sources of the process. The first one is malt. So malt creates or gives certain flavors. The, the, the distinctive smoky flavor found in various types of whiskey, especially scotch, is due to the use of peat smoke to treat the malt. So like we said, you remember the picture of peat? It's the decayed vegetation. It looks like a big hairy turd. Yeah. Hairy turd. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Um, so they, they use that to roast them all, and that gives it that, that very smoky flavor. It's, uh, yeah. Um, and then there's flavors. So that's from malt. There's flavors from distillation. And the important part is distillation, it's a pretty, I would say, almost a dangerous process where you have to know what you're doing because especially is whenever you're distilling, there's the first, whenever it's distilling out and you're getting like the drips of the concentrated alcohol. That's when fires could happen, right? That's when fires can happen. But also the first 5% that comes out of the distiller, those drips need to be discarded usually. The, they call it the heads. And that has methanol. And that methanol is something that can make you go blind. That's what I was telling Leo before <laughs> on our break is that methanol actually comes out in the distillation process. Mm-hmm. And if Holy you, shit. I mean, if you, you want to go blind, then I mean, just drink that. Just don't, don't throw, don't, hey, don't discard it. Go for it. <laughs> okay. That shit must be super duper flammable, right? I don't know if it's Fuck more yeah. flammable. I think it's just as flammable as the eth- the ethanol coming out. I feel and like also, there's, there's something there that it shouldn't be wasted. We can there's some sort of energy source. There. Methanol you can definitely use it for a lot of things. Well, I mean, methanol you can use it in chemistry you can, labs. You can use it to blind people. You, you can use of the blind course, people. I mean, that's. Number one reason. That's number one. I mean, that's... Can we order that whole... online? I would like to find people now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, Amazon, right? Would anyone like some drinks? Ha, ha, ha. Ryan? Any, anyone special? like some... Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. You use Drink. it as like to blind him with a splash as opposed to... I love these. <laughs> Drinking, it makes you go blind. <laughs> you just splash it <laughs> direct to the source. Just and... like... <laughs> Get it. Um... That's funny. Uh, as and also as we know, ethanol is the drinking alcohol. Is ethanol is drinking mm-hmm. alcohol? That's mostly what's going to come out in the middle area. The middle, let's say, seventy percent of what drips out of the distiller. Yeah. The end, the tails. They call the tails the part, the last things that are dripping out. Those are fusel oils, and those are called higher alcohols. They have higher boiling points and stuff. But anyways, these these things are very important because let's say the methanol or the fusel oils, if you don't take those out, it will contribute to the flavor and make it seem like harsher liquor. Hmm. So it is really important to distill the things correctly, distill them multiple times, because then you don't get those bad flavors. Oh, 
Really? Yeah. Does that every distillation does that reduce the amount of fusel oils and methanol? Depending if you just make sure you discard it. Yeah. That Scottish shit that you goes can, twenty times must have tiny little heads and tails. Then. Yeah. Exactly. And you have to some as 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 you get more experience as a distiller, and you see it like I've seen it on YouTube videos because people a lot of people do it at home is you learn to you learn to discard it better and stuff with experience. Mm-hmm. But obviously. Okay, to read a little bit, the flavoring of whiskey is partially determined by the presence the presence of congeners and fusel oils. So congeners are those things that you get from the barrels. Those can also are they are theorized to be part of why you get um, hangovers. Oh shit! So if you go look over congeners, wait a second. We I remember we talked about this when we did a yeah. beer hangover. When we do hangover, hangover. Yeah. hangover. Uh, in the alcoholic beverage industry, congeners are substances other than the desired type of alcohol, ethanol, produced during fermentation. So there are other compounds that are produced during fermentation. These sub- substances include small amounts of chemicals such as methanol, other alcohols, acetone, acetaldehyde, esters, tannins, blah, 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 blah. Aldehyde. And you need that, though. You Like, you need Acetaldehyde. that. Acetaldehyde. There's another But one. those... But those are things, if you have a healthy fermentation, you'll have a much smaller amount, and that will maybe make it less likely to get hangovers. That's mm. why it's worth buying, not not cheaping out. It's not even cheaping out. It's making sure that the place that they make it, or they're doing a good job, you know? So. Yeah, I'm sure you can, like that $14 whiskey that we got from Trader Joe's, that shit's smooth. I'm sure oh, that yeah, doesn't yeah. have a lot of uh, off congeners. Was it really 14 bucks? Hmm? Was that really 14 bucks? It was probably like 14, 15 bucks, yeah. That's bananas. It's such a good whiskey. But if you go fucking Swaz tequila, that's going to have a shitload of congeners. Oh, and dude. tomorrow you're going to fucking poop blood. Anyway, yeah. sorry, go ahead. And uh, last part on this. So fusel oils are higher alcohols than ethanol, are mildly toxic, and have a strong, disagreeable smell and taste. So I know people, they, you say that we, we think that some people don't know what's better and what's good, but you should also trust your own sensory perception is if you, if you feel like this one burns a lot, maybe it's not as good as you think. Yeah. Maybe it's got things that are not, don't try to man up. You never have to form an opinion off of someone else's opinion. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Stop watching the news. (laughs) Go ahead. And there's the last part where it talks about flavors from the oak barrels. As we know, there's a whole point of why they put in the oak barrels is because they get flavors from it. And some of those things are coconut. They get a coconut aroma, which I've never wow. gotten from a whiskey. But apparently, there's something called whiskey lactones. They're compounds. And they are supposed to give off a coconut aroma. Sounds like they'd give someone diarrhea if they don't have a pill with them. Yeah. Lactates. Lactases. Lactide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lact- Lactaldehyde. <laughs> uh, and then... Again, commercially charred oak barrels are rich in phenolic compounds. Those are smoky compounds. Like, they're called, it's phenolic. Mm, I smell mm. it. As people will say, like, at Golden Road, when you get that smokiness, it's phenolic. Ugh. <laughs> nice. And that's pretty much it. That's uh, the end of whiskey. Huh? Okay, that's good stuff. All right, let's. Uh, wait, wait, there's one. Whoa, 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 guys, whoa. one last thing. I'm sorry. No, no, please. In an experiment, whiskey aged three years in orbit. On the International Space Station, tasted and measured significantly different from similar test subjects in gravity on Earth. Particularly, wood extractives were more present in the space samples. So that's gross. You don't want wood extracts in there? (laughs) Well, yeah, you want the flavors. Maybe. Maybe. You want, you know. Oh, I'm so dumb. Wait. I was thinking actual wood particles were going. Does that? Sorry, go. 
Oh, doesn't matter what I say. I'm fucking stupid. This is this is dependent on gravity, right? There's not. <laughs> hold on. Am I dumb here? No, no, no. If I you're don't in know space, either. No, they didn't give it. No, 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 just ask they didn't give a reason. No, no. Here's the thing. I, I bet they turned off the gravity. You could turn it off and on <laughs> in the space shuttle. <laughs> can't you put something on? I don't think there's anything that can. Create no, gravity. no. I don't. There's think nothing. So. No. They had a f- episode. They're fa- always in gravity. There's always no gravity once you reach yeah, a certain. There's no. There's no false gravity. It's just you're floating around. There's just a magnet. I mean, yeah, no. The magnet could. I don't know where work. I even got that, bro. I'm stupid. There was an <laughs> episode of there was an ab, there was an episode of Family Matters where Urkel went into space and he created false gravity on a space shuttle and then he attracted an asteroid and it was a big thing and he was just like, I forgot wow. the girl's name. He's like, are you gonna finally kiss me? And it's just like, how the fuck does this bitch even get into space? Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't matter. Um, I, my question is, if the gravity on the ISS made it, you know, better. Is there less gravity underwater? Wait, wait, wait. Did they because say I can, there's more gravity underwater? You're then why can I jump the, so high? There's more pressure. There's a lot more pressure underwater. Right. That's what I'm saying. Is, does pressure equal gravity? Because if it does, yes. You can you jump can so age high something. The medium you're in. It's more about the actually. Medium I don't know. Okay, so there's more gravity underwater. So we can age shit slower, as opposed to this going <laughs> faster. You age apparently. You age slower in space. Wait, but hold on. They just by, said by seconds. So how did you get more flavor out of the wood? I have no idea. Why they did not, you end? Why guys, did you end on this? We were they, so close. I know, but they they did not give a reason. It's okay to just take it as it is. They did not give a reason, so we don't have to speculate because it's hard to know. What we should be mad about is that tax dollar sent whiskey to space, and none of us got a sip. <laughs> Here's what I want to say. They didn't say it tasted better. They just said it tasted it, it significantly different. Yeah. So we don't know if it's better or worse. Crazy. For better that is worse. crazy whiskey is, whiskey in all parts underwater not underwater the Just international in space and online international they were like no this is the number one alcohol everyone gets some vodka stay the fuck on earth <laughs> yeah exactly they're like no it's okay that's because there's nothing to it vodka's vodka it's pure alcohol vodka's vodka <laughs> you say you say that one kind of funny too i know funny I know. it's funny to you yes it's your culture your culture is a haha to me you clown person <laughs> Okay, but here, did you want to get into anything else with chemistry? No, that's it. That's right. it, guys. Let's do uh, the Wow Pow Chow. The Wow Pow Chow. Do we have a Do we have a jingle for that? I, I can. I, we can make one. I it's can make wow one. And pow and chow and pow and pow and chow. It's like all snaps. No. Anyways, okay. So who would like to go first? Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll go. You started last time, right? Yeah. So my wow was, uh, it happened last night, and I went to a Leia Salonga concert. You guys don't know who she is, but she is a Filipino treasure. She Mm -hmm. started her career at six years old in the Philippines, Manila, and she worked her way here. Uh, She's known, you've heard of Miss Saigon, right? The play? Yes. Okay, well, she's sang a couple stuff, uh, like the first woman to sing um, a couple ballads from there, or I don't know all of them. What is her name again? Leia Salonga. Leia Salonga, is she now like 12 or like 50? No, she's like 50. Oh, now. fuck. She's been doing this her she's whole like life. She's like 50. Dude, last night she she said like it was her 45th anniversary of of in the career. Oh, my God. And I was like, but you're not 80. You know what I mean? Because I, I didn't know <laughs> she started, started at math. six. Just fucking. Just you know? <laughs> but here's the thing. She's saying, um, that's why I kept seeing that reflection song. Oh, she sang the one from Mulan? She sang that from Mulan. She sang a couple songs from Mulan. Was she the lady who sang in Mulan on the yeah. actual track? Yeah. Okay. 
my my coworker Mike went to go see her a few weeks ago. Really? Yeah, and he and she he said that she opened up the thing just being like, "Hey, I know I did Mulan. This is not a Disney concert. I'm gonna do my own songs, and maybe I'll do some of those." Did she, she do that? Yeah, yeah. Well, she still sang it towards the end, but uh, she sang a lot of other different songs that were coming from plays. Sweeney Todd. Um, Whoa. Um, yeah, uh, like Mulan. Oh, she she sings a whole new world from uh, Aladdin. Is that her song? Aladdin. Though? Yeah. Is that her song? That's like what she's probably most known for. What? Did she make it? Did she compose it or no? Uh, she she would have to be the original singer. We're gonna. Have she's to the get... original singer. I don't know if she. I don't know if she created the lyrics and stuff. But oh, okay. here's the thing. Um, her concert was very. Uh, it was good. It was down here in Cerritos Performance Center, Arts Center. I don't know, but it, it was really nice. That was my pal because you know my mom really likes her. And before we even what? Wow. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my wow. Um. What's your child, bro? So I do have a pal. Wait, wait, wait. Your mom liked it? No, she was the one that got the tickets. Oh, nice. You know, and and it was funny because she was she kept watching videos of her on YouTube and uh, and all this stuff. And then like the next week, she was like, "Hey, I got tickets, dude." She got tickets like I swear to God, four or five months ago. Really? And then it I can't believe it. It's already June, bro. It's already mid mid year, June third, June fourth. 29 days or 30 days? No, 28 what? days away from Blink-182. We are almost halfway through the year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. July, um, July 2nd. So that it, that's fucking crazy. Anyways, that was my wow. It was really fun. What's your pal? So my pal was I was playing pickleball and I was with Kevin. And, that's, an, <laughs> and that's, that's enough. That was the end. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, I, dude, I've... I've hit myself with my paddle a couple times, mm-hmm. but it, it's usually like, like on on my head, like on the top of my head, or but it wasn't that hard, and I don't know. I was just being careless, and I was just really trying to get that fucking ball, or the the ball over. And so this is how it went down. I, I don't think I told Kevin, but I have a question. Huh? What happened between your eyebrows? <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> so th- so this is what happened is I hit my head. I don't know if we won the point. I hope we did. So this is worth it. But uh, I got it over. I still got it over. I didn't hit the net. I still got it over. But I hit myself, like right, <laughs> right in between. And I was like, "Holy fuck! This is, this is bad." But nobody saw it. Everything's cool. I'm gonna play it off. And then I, I'm, I'm just gonna say we won the point. So we won the point. We're walking back <laughs> to to the baseline. And then Kevin was like, "Oh, oh, bro, you're bleeding. Oh, dude, are you okay?" And I was like, "What are you talking about, dude?" And I touched it, dude. It's fucking like it was like dripping. Yeah, it was, it, it was like guys, I, I didn't think it was a big deal. I was like, I was just notifying you of like, hey, no, like there's dude, blood on your head. <laughs> it kept bleeding. You're wearing, a, yeah. There's so much, like, there's so many blood vessels and so much meat here between your eyebrows. People bleed a lot. But isn't this obvious? It I, doesn't look bad, but it's from this view. It's like, well, what the fuck happened? Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. I don't know if it's a fucking cyst or just for whatever reason. I always get pimples right between my eyebrows. So I was just like, oh, he has two next to each other. That sucks. Yeah, which it, that's what it looks like. It looks like I fucking try to pop something, but like aggressively. Yeah. So now I said I got elbow to jujitsu. No, but now, I'm but now when I look at it, it is a perfectly straight line. <laughs> yeah, and I did that. But then he looks a little thing. unhinged when he I, has. That, it. He kept saying that. Dude. If you shaved your head right now, they'd be like, Wait, <laughs> someone call the institution. He got out. But here's yeah. the thing: I woke up the next day so blessed. I know this happened, but I easily. I was just careless, but I easily could have hit my eye, my nose. Mm. Worst, I could have hit my fucking teeth. Oof. You know what I mean? Mm. Oh, my God. When I was in fucking uh, confirmation, a kid, I would talk to him every week. He came in one day, when, and both of his central incisors were fucking cracked. Oh. Like, not like 
the teeth were out, but like just the nubs, the tips of them were still in there. And I was, and his lips were swollen. And I was like, what the fuck happened to you, man? Are you okay? And he was like, oh yeah, I was playing tennis. I was playing doubles. And my partner went for a backhand and he hit me right in the fucking mouth. And he just cracked his, the big middle. That's so. The SpongeBob fucking Bugs Bunny teeth were just gone for the most part. So I started like jagged. Freaks me out. That's why it sucks. And in the morning, I just woke up so fucking like, if there's a God, thank you very much. Thank you, universe. Thank you, all this shit, Kevin. No, no, no. Anyways, um. Yeah, so I'm. This is nothing compared to what could have happened. Wow, yeah, that's a really good outlook on the whole thing. I always because I'm really careful about like, do teeth are that's, pretty that's, much that's, everything. That's my number one fear: breaking that, my teeth. Dude, seriously. I'd rather get shot in the fucking heart. What are you talking and about? And plus, teeth are fucking expensive, even with insurance. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, anyways, that was it. My chow we'll go straight into chow was right before the Leia Salonga concert last night. I went to a Mediterranean buffet. Mm. It's called like uh, Demisis, and it's it's also in Cerritos. It, 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 that, I think that's what it's called. You know, Demisis. Wait, Demisis. What is it De- um, Demises. Dude, that's 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 what? a funny. That's an interesting move. Go to a buffet before a concert. You just just not we out. went about this, two. This, this is a sitting concert. It's a sing. Yeah, that's true. That's I'm not true. partying. That too, yeah, to it's not a gig. But it was really good. It really healthy. I had to go to the restroom right away. Mm-hmm. But they had a bunch of different chicken, falafel. They had the uh, yiru, uh, with p- the pita bread was fucking delicious. Uh, their desserts, baklava. Um, oh, yeah. yeah all, they had all that stuff. And uh, it was just really good. Like, I would really love to bring my girl there. Ooh. You know what I mean? Because it's like, at most, probably less than 30 bucks a person. It was probably $26, $27 a person. Yeah, eat shit worth Korean it. barbecue. This is way better. Worth it, dude. That's Seriously. good, man. You get to try a lot of different things. And I've never tried a Mediterranean yeah. buffet. Yeah, that's cool. You know what I mean? Uh, I'd be a, down. I'd be down to go. Dude, we should go. I, I'm not your girl, but I'm... I'm, I'm your man. I could be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to do yours? Yeah, I'll go. So, I actually don't have a wow. Um, I have a mal. Meow. <laughs> I... <sighs> I'm a furry. Leo, go ahead. <laughs> That's my pal. Um, no, I have a Mao, which is, uh, do you guys guess what Mao stands for? Uh, like Mao, like the Chinese um, Okay, I'll, I'll just say it. Movie of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I don't have a wow, but I have a movie of the week. And Ryan knows. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, I won't go over it too much, but I'm, this is my substitute, which is I watch Game Night on, I watch Game Night on... Amazon Prime or Hulu? I don't know. I watched it when it came it out. It might have been on Amazon Prime. It was surprisingly funny. It was Jason Bateman, Rachel McAdams. Uh, I don't know who else, but Winston from New Girl. It was pretty funny. There was a lot of product placement. There was a lot of product placement. A bunch of game boards, a bunch of <laughs> all that shit. It was really good, though. Uh, super funny. If you want an actual like laugh, I haven't laughed like that in a while. And, and, fucking when did that and, come out? At least seven years ago. Um, I might, might have been 2018. Are you serious? Yeah, that's still six. Or that's five, five years, years ago. ago. Yeah, that's hard. And then my chow, my chow is I went to a, a Thai restaurant yesterday, Ooh. and uh, we just got the tom yum, but we got it with coconut uh, cream in it, and it was I love creamy soups. I fucking that's, love tom yum. I've never had it with yeah. coconut though. Yeah, uh, I, it might have been honestly. Maybe someone can write in. No one's gonna write in. But Kirk, it might be tom yum or tom ka, hey. <laughs> which means they add coconut cream to it. I really like it. I just love creamy broths. But anyways, <laughs> but sorry. Hey, you know somebody's gonna write in. That's pretty. That's pretty much it for me. That was, uh, yeah. That was. It was a pretty chill week. I I did some laundry. All right. Great. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Mao. Mao. Um. Anyways. Um. 
I guess my wow pal chow. I'll just start with my chow because that's the most obvious one for me. My pal, I guess. Taco Bell. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Jesus Christ, too much Taco Bell. That'd be my pal that I went to Taco Bell three times. I did have the talk. What? I've been. I went to Taco Bell Sunday before the podcast. I did it again to try your shit, and then last night I had it because my friends were drinking. Any breakfast or all at night? I've never had the breakfast from Taco Bell. Oh. Yeah, I, I was accused of did. it earlier, but no, I've never had it. Oh, okay. It looked good when we went over it last week. Anyway, uh, my chow is Friday night. I went to. Uh, I guess I definitely have a pal then. Anyway. Uh, I went to dinner with my sister and my girlfriend. We went to Horses in West Hollywood. Horses right now is going through like a big controversy because the chefs that started the restaurant are husband and wife, but they're having a very nasty divorce where the wife is accusing the husband of having mutilated and murdered her kitten. And Didn't you talk about this? Yeah, I think I talked about having the reservation. Uh-huh. But now it, like, I've been there. And the food was really good. They had a fucking incredible burger. They had very good steak. They had uh, the tartare was really fucking good. The drinks were really good. The whole thing was pretty darn expensive, but it was really cute. Uh, very. Sounds, you said tartare. Yeah, and it was fucking delicious. What is that? It's, it's steak. Like, it, it's, it's raw beef that's oh, cured with that. a like I think vinegar or some shit and mustard, and it, a lot of them come with a raw egg on top that you mix in. This one did not. It was already pre-mixed. Um, it came on a really thin flat, like with really thin flat bread, flat bread. Whole thing was fucking delicious. It was just a lot, a lot of money. But my actual chow is the next day we went to Hank's is a, it's a, a delicate, sounds like a burger place. It's a bagel place. Oh, went to Hank's in Burbank, a deli of sorts is the name of it. And I had the best motherfucking breakfast bagel I've ever had in my goddamn Ooh, life. Oh, a breakfast bagel, man. Dude, I'm not even joking. It was like I had just had like a Michelin star meal the night before Hanks kicked horses straight in the dick. Uh, so yeah, that was without a doubt the best bagel I've ever had in my life. Cause the bagel itself, it was onion Bialy. And I don't know if you know what Bialy is. It's like grilled onions that are just baked on top. I don't of, even know what onions oh are. Oh my God. No, <laughs> that sounds so good. It was fucking incredible. I would love to go there if it wasn't a 30 minute drive. I kind of hate that we do this all the way out here. There's so much good food over there. But anyway, um, those are my chows. My wows actually I have two wows. Damn. Nice, nice. No pals this week. Good. Uh, actually, damn, three wows. Uh, my dad challenged me to uh, not drink this week, and I did not drink the whole week. I had a good... I mean, I had drinks at dinner, but like I went the whole... <laughs> that doesn't count. It, I mean, it does, and I actually kind of felt really disappointed with myself because I did, but even does then... Does he know I, that? No, he's going to hear this podcast and be like, oh, you lied to me. I thought so you said he, he doesn't he, listen. He listens still. Nice. I, he... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> he, that guy. If he, if he does listen, he hasn't thrown criticism in a long time, so I haven't heard about his listenings. Got tired. He's getting old. He is. He is. <laughs> Fuck. He's, he's he's calming down. He's actually becoming a very genial and very nice person. Nice. Anyway. Other um, wows. Fuck it, huh? Good for you. You have three wows. Three wows. So, yeah, not drinking. I went out with my sister and my girlfriend. Was I, we ended up going to Bathtub Gin, which is a jazz club, uh, like a gin bar. It's, we had some fucking incredible uh, gin and tonics. Like, like They were like, this one's from Australia. This one's from Scotland. This no martinis? From- no martinis, no martinis. But uh, anyway, that was delicious. And then we had, uh, that was a great wow. And then the next day, yesterday, we spent, me and my girlfriend, we spent the whole day with our friends. They brought their dogs, which is this incredible big black uh, German shepherd, like all black. Like he looks like a demon, like not a lick of, there's irises, everything black. Such a beautiful dog. His name is Zeus. So well-trained. Of course. So well-trained. I mean, my God. And then Honey, which is a, I don't know what kind of dog it is. She's a little fucking scrimpering dog. She's so sweet. So, like, I had a great day with them. We went to the flea market in Los Feliz. My girlfriend got a bunch of really cute clothes. I got a, I got a shirt from Victoria's Beer. Um, a lot of cool stuff. And then we went to go eat at Los Angeles' best chicken wings, Ye Rustic Inn. And they actually wear some fucking great chicken wings. Um, and then after that, 
kind of just fucked around, just sat at the house, played Monopoly deal. Uh, we went to another bar. Oh, we went to the 4100 bar, which is this bar in Silver Lake, which is cool. Oh, cool. I've been there. Yeah, they have a big outdoor area. So it's a cool vibe. It's like... Eh. Sometimes it's a little obnoxious. The people in that area... Oh yeah, me so much, but insufferable. We're Silver they Lake. Are, that, that that oh no 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 that that that's close to uh, what Hollywood, LA. Yeah, it's between like I Silver guess Holly, south like the too. south of Hollywood, yeah. the north of Echo Park. Silver oh. Lake. It's like it's a very trendy community. But anyway, the people there are kind of fucking insufferable. Would you say it's a muted tiki vibe? No. Okay. A lot of hipsters. I yeah. would say I would, I a muted tiki that. vibe on the inside, where like you walk in and just like this part of the Caribbean. It's real dark. Yeah. <laughs> And like made of wood and shit, but no, it's, it's the outside is the, we were there cause we had dogs and Zeus, like I said, he's a fucking 110 pound German shepherd. This is a big fucking dog off leash, literally running from table to table. Like everyone in the bar is so wowed by him cause he's not aggressive. He's just chilling. And, uh, it was, it was, it was really nice to see everyone interact with him. All these fucking white people got so excited. Um, and then like a couple of them held his leash and his master Ryan, like my buddy, he would go. And this fucking dog threw like at that temp, like that level of volume, not like super loud, just through a fucking field of people through a DJ. This dog would just bolt like so <laughs> fast that the whoever's holding the leash would have to let go. And it was just so impressive. fucking lineman. Yeah, dude, he was just like oh, and just fucking just jolt. It was incredible. And uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was those my wows. Don't really have a pal outside of my skin falling off like I'm a fucking snake. All right, <laughs> my sunburn has has healed you're essentially shedding. and has yeah. left only trace amounts of so melanoma. So you're doing fine. You're you are recovering. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks it looks healthy. It looks terrible, but I mean it's a healthy fucking. That's what's supposed to happen after sunburn. Nice peel. Nice peel. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Does anyone have any lessons of the of this week? Yes. Fuck aloe vera. Don't do that shit. Do that shit for like 30 minutes after you get a sunburn. After that, go straight to hydrocortisone cream. Yeah, get get the real medical grade stuff. Yeah, because yeah. that that is the only thing that is literally it's the actually going to soothe you. It turned the tide for me. Yeah. Here, yeah. here here's my lesson. It, this, uh, I, I, it happened last night at the Leia Salonga concert. I went there for my mom. You know what I mean? And so there's a lot of things that you dread in mm-hmm. terms for family or for relationships, whatever. To where you're, I, in the middle of it, because she was singing ballads. I don't know, and they were there was making me sleepy you know what i mean they're from plays and mm-hmm. it's like in the middle of it i'm like why the fuck am i here dude what the fuck and it, instead of having a fucking meltdown i was like look this is for your mom you know what i mean and she loves it you know it's for family you're here it, it it's fun so some things you do it's just you know don't be so into your feelings and think about like this is for them yeah. you know what i mean and it's gonna make them happy you know what that's I have something to relate to that because I think you're totally right. And I'm so, so tunnel vision and and inherently fucking super selfish. I have a hard time doing that. My girlfriend took me to a concert last year and I've been bitching about it for a year. Oh, it was the last year? <laughs> like September. And we went to a, we went to a festival of EDM music and I fucking hate it. I detest it. I don't like that music at all. Unless you're on And I've been drugs. moaning about it for a year. And I did it recently <laughs> and she was just like, you know, you never said thank you. And that was an expensive ticket. And she like, oh, she kind of like... Oh just held it in front of me just like you've been such a fucking asshole about this for so long can you get over it and be an adult and i just pouted for a while i was just like <laughs> yeah because well, you feel really guilty you're like wow i didn't realize how much of a little shit i was being and i felt so bad and i like walked off angry i was like i'm leaving and i left and then like fucking 30 minutes into my into my drive i was just like 
I called her and I was like, you know what, dude, you're totally right. I have been a snarling little fucker about this for no reason at all. And you were, you've been gracious about that for no reason at all. And I don't know. I had to like give her an apology, but you're totally right. Being when you have to be something like if you're going to be selfless, you literally need to be selfless. You can't, you can't just switch modes in the middle of it and be like, <laughs> actually, I'm not having a good time and this is your fault. You can't do that. Cause it's just childish and shitty. So yeah, I, I, that is a great lesson. But, Way better than yeah. fucking aloe vera. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good lesson. I think, I think that's why I forget sometimes is with work and trying to make sure I take care of my responsibilities is I feel like I get this not super selfishness, but it's, I start to think about myself too much, but then I realize when I help someone else, it's, actually the most fulfilling thing i do that week or that day it gives me energy to go through the, with the day yeah i think i just forget that you have to yeah be more eventually selfless. it'll blow over but yeah that's good i appreciate you like bringing that up because it's very honest to bring up that that is very honest. you let's say bitched about something and maybe it was hard for you to accept that first but you knew how to apologize and that's that's also that's how it goes sometimes sometimes it's hard to accept it and you feel guilty and that's why you get pouty then eventually you realize, yes, I was wrong. Once you cool down, yeah, and that's when, good. It's just, I like a part of you feels like the right to complain because you're just like, well, I did have a bad time, yeah. And the rest of you needs to recognize that's not really what this is about. Sometimes, it's, yeah, it takes a while to come over that hill. Yeah, like you feel, you feel like you have to defend yourself. You mm-hmm. have to justify your behavior. Yeah, but then you come down and you realize, yeah, there, there's that other side. Yeah. Eventually, that's you have good. a Snickers. You realize, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's me. Hey, that's me sometimes. Not Snickers, but I need some food, dude. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I am such a fucking asshole when I'm starving. Like if I yeah. if I like I'll because that's the thing. Like you see me eat, and I'll oh. fucking I'll binge food. I'll eat like I'll eat like a pound and a half, two pounds of food at once. But then I won't eat for like a day. Uh huh. And when I get to that point, where like the next, the last time I eat usually is around seven o'clock at night, and the next time I eat is like four p.m. So oh wow. That's every day. That's just how I, that's how I maintain this natural flappy figure. <laughs> and it's like, fuck me. By that time, I'm, someone's just like, Leo, instead of being like, yes, I'm like, what? What do you need? Mm. Make it quick. I'm fucking starving. <laughs> See, they're it, just it, like, it gets to you. Yeah. It, and it, it, you don't even recognize it. That hormonal change or whatever the fuck happens, you're just like, well, I'm angry. <laughs> ah! And then you're just like, is that Gatorade? I fucking love a Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So uh, I guess that has been whiskey and our life lessons. Yeah, yeah, that's whiskey yeah. life lessons. I hope, yeah, you like this part two episode. Uh, come back next week for I have topics right here. Topics like maybe thrifting, Ooh. beer pong, Ooh. or steak. Oh. Steak is, I think it's it's a topic that a lot of people like to talk about. I yes. What about tequila rare? or? Uh, didn't you want to do that? <laughs> well, wait on that, right? Oh, okay, okay. We've been doing a lot of alcohols. We have, we have. I like the idea of discontinued foods. I don't know if I can talk about. There's no wiki about it's it. Just, it. There's, yeah. no, there's no wiki. Fuck no. me. All right, yeah. whatever. I can't do. A, I don't know if I can do an hour and a half of fucking steak. All right, that's a lot of. Com- anyway, whatever. We'll, we'll deal with it know. next week. Send us off, Leo. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. Good night. Wiki, wiki, wiki room. Right. Bye. Bye. Ah. Wiki, wiki, wiki room.